I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question. We are not striving to be tastemakers, professional critics, or make objective value judgments about things. We just want to put new music in front of you. Uh, sometimes we really dislike things and hate on it, but that's okay. Even if we uh, think something sucks ass, we encourage you to support the things that you enjoy. Uh, we're not at all trying to uh, put our opinions over as fact. If you like something, go buy it and go see the bands. Uh, the format of the show is that we have 10 bands in the queue every week. We roll some dice, and we usually get through between five and seven of them selected randomly. Everything is listener-submitted. That's all there is to it. Very, very simple premise for a very simple show hosted by two very simple boys. That's right. Uh, so up top, I only have one point of order this week. Um and it pertains to a band that was in the queue last week, but I'm not pointing fingers at them specifically, or or um, I'm not trying to I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to be a dick to this band. It just is it it was a case of something so egregious that it has had me thinking about this topic in a more general sense for the last few days. So we had this band called Power Flower in the queue last week, and it was described to us as being like egg punk of the gt satanic togas variety from hungary it is from hungary yep and when we saw the art we didn't get to listen to it on the show but when we saw the art it was already like a carbon copy of gt's art like a super high contrast black and white uh collage style art that was incredibly reminiscent of gt specifically um so i decided to listen to it on my own time because i just thought hell you know why not um and it was so, so, so close to GT in so many respects, in the way that it was recorded, in the sounds of the synths that they used, in the way that the synth leads were played, the tone of the bass, even. Like, it sounds like they meticulously picked apart every component of GT and tried their best to recreate that, the way the, the, the vocals were recorded, the overall tenor of the recording everything about it and it's really really well done like it sounds good it sounds basically like gt songs that never came out uh but it does raise the question as you put while we were listening to it a little bit before we started recording the show of like where the line between homage and pleasure plagiarism is especially in in punk and hardcore and subculture because so much of what we enjoy just aims to be a carbon copy of a better thing that existed previously. I think for me where it becomes egregious is like, A, if a band is very much doing their own thing in the way that GT is, because yeah, they fit into like an overall scene of bands that are doing something similar, but I think they've carved their own lane out in it and they have a very distinct uh, aesthetic presentation and topically they 
they cover their they cover you know mutants driving cars and Mad Max wasteland shit and stuff that feels very like distinctly part of like tra- trashy Australian culture. Right. right, it's like very much their own thing. And even the like down to the content, this Power Flower band seemed to be aping GT. So it's like I think for me, perhaps that's where that line exists. Is a the the two bands are contemporaries of one another, which is problematic. B the band that's being aped is distinct enough to have their own easily recognizable flavor. Uh, I think when those two things collide, you get a situation where I can't feel good about like supporting a band. <laughs> still like, and I, again, we, that's, I would say that's an extreme position, not feel good about supporting a band because we've purchased music by bands on this show uh, who by most metrics we'd be considered full-on bad people. So it's not like I feel bad right. about supporting the band. It's just one of those things where, like, it doesn't interest me, I guess. Well, I think that, um, yeah, I mean, I can't be I can't be too enthusiastic about right. it. Right, yes, exactly. It's fine. Yeah. I likened it to, um, you know, name-brand cereal versus yes. the Fruit Loops and, you know, Rice Krispie Treat knockoffs that just come in the bag. Sure, yeah. Virtually the exact same thing. Right. Yes. Um, you can't. You know, when I was a kid, Fruit Loops were it. If the bag zero showed up, yeah, it's bummed. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Right. Yeah. I. I still. I still just get the Fruit Loops. Right. You know, even though though it costs just a little bit more. Right. I've like the branding worked on me. Yeah, it did. You know, it did. <laughs> and and you know the difference in taste is negligible. And it's like this too. And I think that also. We listen to a lot of stuff yeah. that is virtually identical. For sure, We yes. talk about it all the time. Sometimes we say, hey, we don't care, and then catch us 15 seconds, 15 minutes later, and we're bitching about it. Sure, right? yes. I mean, you know, I don't know, pick a band like um, fucking Armor. Yeah. There's a million fucking bands that sound just like Armor, and they're all concurrent with one another. That's true, yes. But. Armor isn't doing something so idiosyncratic yes. as GT. And I think exactly. that is the key. Yeah. That that is the problem, right? Yes. It would be it would be as if, well, the feeders sounded a lot like DK. Sure. Um, but um it, you know, it, it, it it's some it just just, you know, with that signature sound. Yes. Right? I don't know. Yeah. I can't really get that enthusiastic about a band that sounds exactly like it, even if it's well done. For sure. If it were twenty years on. Right, it would be a different thing, and and it's also crazy too because we kind of let it slide even with stuff in that vein, right? The egg punk vein. We, you know, we have. I I do think it's problematic when you have, well, a problem problematic. I I I don't necessarily get 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 uh, excited about bands that, you know, we we've talked about are are so self referential. Sure, yeah. Where it just you know consumes itself and spits itself back up. Um, but there's a lot of copycats everywhere. Yeah, for sure. But this is like, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, this is like, uh, this is almost like a counterfeit. Yes, exactly. Right. It's like you're, you're buying the bootleg Gucci sweatshirt from the dude on the blanket 
you know, on the side of the street. Right. It's just like, this is, this is not the real deal. I would argue even that's not a great analogy because at least the bootleg Gucci sweater, sweatshirts, they've got their own, they've got their own, uh, aesthetic sensibility about them. You can tell they're bootleg. It's fun that they're bootleg. This is just kind of trying to pass itself off as the real thing. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I listened to it and I was, it's been a long time since I was like taken aback by something musically in that particular way where I was like, holy shit, these dudes are not trying to mask this. I I think at all is, is it dudes i think it's just one dude oh, is it just a single guy i think it well gt be. is also just a single guy right. which i don't know if that I, makes it more or less egregious yeah i don't know if gt i, I know because i've seen like you know i've seen performances i mean they must have a live live yeah yeah right? for sure but i think yeah. i think gt is what's his face kel kel yeah. whatever his last name is i think he writes and records all of that that stuff himself for the most part uh, i think fundamentally he is gt so yeah the fact that it's like one guy i don't know i think that maybe makes it stick in my craw a little bit more because you you got four dudes whatever gassing each other up and they're like yeah man let's let's do it like it'll be fun like it'll we'll just have a good time See, but I, when it's one dude sitting in his room by himself and is like yeah i'm gonna copy this note for note see i think i think actually if you get four dudes yeah. four people doing it yeah and not one of them is saying you know yeah that's even worse yeah, I don't know, man. I I think I think the fact that I can pin, at least with four people, like I feel like the blame is split four ways. Whereas this rests solely upon the shoulders of this one man. Yeah, you know where I'm like, I I don't know. There's just something about it. That, like I said, it just makes it stick in my craw just a little bit more. Yeah. So what is the difference between homage and and, and plagiarism? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. We're not here to decide. I'm just saying that uh, sometimes. Um, Sometimes it cuts a little too close. For sure. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're just here to beg the question. Yeah. That's it. Uh, you got anything else you uh, you want to bring up before we jump in the queue? No, not really. We got to be kind of, we, we're like. Uh, we got we to get going. We yeah. got things to do. Yeah, exactly. We got stuff. We don't stuff have time to, for this fucking bullshit. Yeah, we got, we got riffs to rip on um, and hangs to, hangs to do. So let's get right into the queue then. So first up, we have got something called anemic interior. Uh, that's E-N-E-M-I-C, Interior. Uh, you can find this at flexidiscos.bandcamp.com. This is a band, well, the label's out of Valencia, Spain. I don't know nothing about this. It was submitted by Sam. Looks cool. Then we have got, unfortunately, we have Genocide by Smash Your Enemies. This is a band out of the general uh, greater Detroit area that has been around for far too long that I am um, unfortunately familiar with play really really stupid flat brim mesh shorts hardcore of like the worst possible variety never heard of them. you're you're better off then we have got stunner with their demo this was sent in by John oh I should mention the the smash your enemy stuff was sent in by Brody who typically sends in good stuff so I imagine he sent that one in uh, just to fuck with us so yeah maybe next, he likes it uh, maybe uh, he is Australian. That's true. Maybe something gets lost in translation right. on the way down. He is you know? Australian. Uh, so then we've got uh, Stunner with their demo. This was sent in by uh, our buddy John. So this is a new band out of Flint, Michigan. Uh, I actually listened to this a couple weeks ago. It's it's really solid. Speaking of like the the plagiarism versus homage thing, um, if we get to this, it'll become very evident what band this band is very much trying to be. But it uh, it's it's still a really solid demo. They hit me up about coming and playing the house this summer, so I'm hoping to book them at some point. 
Then we have got Bulls Shit with This Is Bulls Shit. We had this, uh, we had this band on the show quite a while ago. They're a Swedish band. This was sent in by, by both of our Swedish correspondents, Matthias and, and Anton. Um, you can find this at quarantinedhc.bandcamp.com. I think we heard the demo on here, and I honestly don't remember what we thought about it. I do remember the name, but that's about it. Mm. Then we have got a band whose name I am going to struggle to pronounce here. They're a band from uh, Kiev, Ukraine. Um, Chorny Buffet, uh, C-H-O-R-N-I-Y-B-U-F-E-T. I have no fucking clue. I don't know what they sound like. I don't know anything about them. I just know they're from Ukraine. Then we have got uh, Video Prick and Rob Le- and Rob Reed with their split. Uh, this is a release on Convulse Records that um, actually hasn't officially come out yet. There's just a song from each side of the split up, and then uh, the entire thing drops in a few days on April 15th. Adam from Convulse sent this in. Then we have got Bombardment with uh, Le Future Est La, or Le, I don't fucking know. Don't speak the damn language. Uh, this was sent in by our buddy Micah from Indianapolis. He said it is French D-beat with some uh, 70s hard rock flourishes in there. He has uh, excellent taste. That sounds fucking cool. I think I've heard this band before. Okay. And then we have got, yeah, they have an LP in like a 7-inch, mm-hmm. uh, but he said that this is uh, this is the best best material they've done so far. Okay. Uh, then we have got Drug Toilet with She Slash Her is an Egg Punker. Uh, and uh, the B-side Christian Streetwear. Um, we've had, we had Drug to- Toilet's demo on here. Um, I think many of us know who Drug to- Toilet is now. It's just a single dude, but for those of you not in the know, I'm not going to ruin the mystery. Then uh, next up, we have got Steroid with Smoke Show. This was sent in by Sam. He said he posted it in the uh, Demolis and Facebook group, and nobody gave a shit, so he decided to send it into the show proper. Did we not listen to this? No, not to my knowledge. I definitely uh, don't recognize the art or anything. I recognize. I, I must listen to this on my own. Okay. And then uh, last up, we have got Mastermind with Price You Pay. This is out on Quality Control Records. It was sent in by Derek. Uh, I remember hearing the Mastermind promo when it came out, and it was cool. Uh, this is just a single song off of the uh, upcoming LP that they're putting out in June. So let's roll the dice, see what's up first. Four. Okay, four is Bulls Shit. You can find this at quarantinedhc.bandcamp.com. Uh... The first song is queued up to play. Everything on here, mad fucking short. Uh, so if we feel like we don't get a, a good enough sample in 45 seconds, we'll I imagine we'll probably listen to just the first two songs. Let's just go ahead and commit to that right now. We'll do that right now. Okay, so we're going to listen to Take No Heroes and The Joke by Bullshit off of This Is Bullshit.
right, we just heard Techno Heroes and the joke by Bullshit off of This Is Bullshit. That was real solid. Solid. Fun to see live. Yep. Don't care about it. this recording. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I wouldn't say I straight up full on don't care about this. I would probably listen to the rest of this. If it came on, I'm happy. Like, this is really good, solid, fast, hardcore with, like, fun side-to-side mosh parts. Mm-hmm. It's referencing plenty of stuff that I really like. But... Like we have said on previous episodes, and we have said increasingly regularly, uh, at this point, this kind of hardcore needs to be not just as good as, but better than its contemporaries for me to like really take notice. And um, if this is in line with like the demo that we heard, I I understand why I don't remember this because it's real good, but it's not incredible. It's not catching my ear above something else in this lane for sure. Um, that said, yeah, this would be a blast to see live, and I'd pick up a seven inch or a tape for sure. Yeah, I would suggest it's probably a little bit late now, considering um, you know the record is out. But man, Bulls shit is a fucking terrible, terrible name. fucking hate name. It. E- hate it. I hate it. I mean, even bullshit would be a bad name. Right. But, but Bulls shit. Spelling it Bulls and then shit with two T's. It's horrible. Fucking hate it. I mean, I get that English isn't your first language, but also like you're singing the songs in English. The titles are in English. The band name is English. Well, it's you definitely, know I mean? it's definitely, you know, it's 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 not uh, it's not because English English isn't the first language. Right. Why is it then? Because it's just they're just trying to have a fucking laugh, right? Look at the fucking album art. I guess, man. It sucks. A better name, like I I'm not gonna like harp on this too hard, but I think a good name is genuinely important. I think <laughs> so. I mean? I, like, virtually any name is better than bullshit. It, almost any, right? And, and the artwork too. Yeah, it's it's very low effort. Yeah. Very low effort. If if you bring this to me with a good name and a better package, I, I'm thinking a lot differently. I'm definitely going to feel differently about this. And as you said, Again, the whole package the whole matters. Thing matters. Yes. When, when you are swimming in a sea of clones, yes, right. Yep. Anything you can do for right? sure, and you have to be fucking on point with absolutely every facet of it. Yeah, give me something. Give me a more clever. Uh, give me a more clever take on this. Not even more clever take. Just one that it. it that proves that you were trying because <laughs> yeah. everything on display here, other than the music, which I thought was super solid, uh, it it to me um, to me it reveals uh, a lack of effort that that just doesn't uh, entice me to engage with it beyond what I what I just have done, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, this is fine. I, I, it's enjoyable. I would dig this a lot more if I saw it live. For sure. Um, but I just can't care about it. And then with that name and with the art. Yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm skipping right over this if I see it in a seven right. inch bin for right. sure. You are you gonna wear a fucking shirt with that on it? Christ no. And that name? Absolutely not. Right? No. No. And you can do something. Here's the other thing. You could even do something fun with that logo if you incorporate it into a bigger, better <laughs> design. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not even like that little the smiley face and the crosshairs is terrible, but like just that with the like whatever standard font you pulled up in Photoshop or probably your free version of whatever photo editor you're using, paired with that awful name, uh, yeah, you're just not you're not and catching what, me. And what the fuck is up with that name? Because any time you want to direct somebody to you know where mm. where they can find your stuff yeah you have to spell it out for them you have yes. to explain the fucking name yeah man it's <laughs> it's so fucking bad it's one of i would say that's one of the worst names we've had on the show in a grip yeah. and i don't think i harped on it the first time because whatever for whatever reason i just i don't know if we I, blew, I blew right by it you know what i mean but I'm telling you this time, especially now that it's not just a demo, it's not just a song on a compilation. You put out a whole fucking seven inch. 
you, please, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's still time. Right. Just change the name, do better with the art, I, and continue to write songs of this caliber, and I, you'll do better. You know, I might expect something like this from, I don't know, a place like Richmond, Indiana. Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Gothenburg, you know, yeah. can do way, and has done way fucking better. For sure, yes. Yeah, right. no doubt, no doubt. Okay. So there you go. So that's my that's my two cents on this. Would feel a lot better about it if so. a few things were tweaked. Uh, but the music just fine. Let's uh, roll the dice. Three. All right, three is uh, three is Stunner. You can find this at stunnerpunk.bandcamp.com. The band is from Flint, Michigan. Like I said, I heard this demo. Think it's really solid, especially for just a, a first effort. Um, I think some of these these folks play in. Um, like a power violence band up that way too that uh, whose name escapes me at the moment. Uh, so we're going to listen to the uh, first song off of this. We're going to hear Bite the Ledge by Stunner off of their demo. <laughs> We just heard the song Bite the Ledge by Stunner off of their demo. Like I said, based out of Flint, Michigan. Really solid demo. Um, that said, like I said, like I said when I introduced this band, I do think this cuts a little bit close to what Gel has been doing in like the lane that they've been carving out for the last few years. But there's Th a lot of bands that sound like Gel. There and Gel sounds like a lot of bands. That that's true. I will say that Gel is not the first band to do that sound by any stretch of the imagination. But I do think that it's a different take on like gag and bib. You know what I mean? I don't think that gel is like a straight up carbon copy of those bands. It's definitely in the same world, but I think that they've done a pretty good job of like individuating and like uh, carving out a, a distinct lane for themselves. And gel of the bands in this, in, in that world is honestly one of the more popping at this moment. So I don't think it's outlandish that we will see bands popping up on like a, a more local or regional level who are trying to do that sound. I would like to hear on the next effort, like from after this demo, I would like to hear this band maybe try to carve out a space that's like slightly more their own. But again, that song that we just heard ripped, it's really good. It was, it's recorded well, it sounds great for a demo. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's four songs. They're kind of short, but it's not painfully short. Um, I think it's a really solid demo would definitely be psyched to see this band live. I got no real beef with it other than like, yeah, for sure. This is, this is a wave right now. Um, would like to see what else they can do that veers a little bit outside of that formula, but it's good. You're on that plagiarism tip tonight, man. 
we we opened we opened up. With I know, it. but you're you're coming down hard, man. I'm not. I'm, you're I'm, coming down like a tenured professor <laughs> on this shit. I'm not. I'm not striking the gavel down on these fools. Like I said, I would just. I'm. I said nothing but good things. I just said on the next effort, yeah. I would like to hear them color outside the lines a little bit more. This is a really solid jumping off point. Yeah. It sounds like they clearly have the skill to write a good song. It mm -hmm. ripped. I got no beef with it. Let's see what else you can do. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a demo. It's a it's a statement of intent. Yeah, it's like a rough draft, right? Right, yeah, exactly. So so you're the professor. The rough draft comes in. <laughs> There's shit in it that's obviously plagiarized because right. you know this freshman doesn't write like that. Sure. And uh, doesn't even know what some of those words mean, right? But I can tell that they got a good head on their shoulders. Right, you know so you're going to give them another chance. But yeah. if they come at you again with this shit, right. then you're bringing the hammer down. Exactly. But for now, I'm going to encourage them gently and say, hey, look, you clearly, you know what you're doing here. You don't need to rely on these, on this plagiarism, right? You right. can, you, you've got everything you need inside yourself. Right. And that's what I'm telling Stunner. They got everything they need in themselves. Yeah. They don't yeah. have to take it from Joe. Yeah. So I, I used to assign papers in my biology class, right? I made that mistake for two semesters and quickly realized from in my, uh, Biology 101 for non-majors that I was in no way qualified to actually even grade the papers that these people submitted. <laughs> they were so fucking bad. Right? Yeah, for sure. I can't even imagine that, dude. And, like, it was just a, a naive assumption on my, my end that, you know, yeah. oh, you can write a sentence. Sure. <laughs> no, right? no way, dude. No way. You know? So, uh, yeah, I had some good some good experiences with that. I had, I had uh, one person uh, didn't even bother... They, more than one person wouldn't even bother to remove the hyperlinks from the text. They <laughs> that's a, that's a particularly egregious for sure. And they would turn that into a draft and I'd be like, no, look at that. I can't give any points for this draft. You're going to yeah. have to, um, you know, show me your own work. Right. And then for the final paper, which is like, you know, 150 points. Sure. The exact same thing. Yeah, man. That's sounds guess about what right. You, guess what you get? Nothing. A big fat goose egg. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, so how'd you feel about this? I thought it was pretty good. It was fun. Yeah. I would like to see this band live, and they're close enough that uh, it wouldn't be a pain in the ass to do so. Yeah, like I said, I, they hit me up about possibly playing here at some point during the summer, so I'm going to try and bring, in, bring them down here sooner rather than later. The uh, artwork is um, also of a type that is common right now. For sure. That yep. the, the letters in that logo, uh -huh. right? Yes. You see that here and there? Yep. Um, I can't. Of course, I can't name any bands off the top of my head, but the art in general looks like, I don't know, like a spy or something like that. For sure, yeah. Little clip art, cut and paste sort of stuff. Yep. It's not bad, though. The color scheme is good, blue yep. and pink. Yeah. I it's, it's interesting because I think a lot of times when you're living in an era, you don't know you're living in an era until the era is bygone and you look back. Yeah. Uh I, I have come to I, the the machine has become self aware. I, I, I do now realize I'm living in a particular and a distinct era in like in DIY hardcore. Mm -hmm. But I think it will be fun in 20 years as I'm aging and fading out of this world to go back and collect all my tapes and seven inches from this particular I period of so time too. and go hey, and throw them away. All, <laughs> all these bands were doing something good. Good. Well, right in the, right in the fucking burn pile. <laughs> yeah, I'll be dead. And then people will be like, well, what are we gonna do with all these tapes? Who even knows? Yeah. And then just throw them away. Burned up. Burned up. <laughs> Burned up. Burned Dude, up. now that would be <laughs> my last will and testament, right? Everybody's waiting, waiting for to inherit all the, the cool T-shirts, all my records, <laughs> yeah. you know, all the detritus accumulated through a lifetime of uh, of blind devotion to subculture. 
And then my last my last wish on this earth is to throw it all in a pile and burn it in front of everybody. <laughs> that's that's in your will. That's yes. in, like you you give it, you hand it out. Yeah. And then and then these are your offerings in the ceremony, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so these are your offerings to Moloch. Right. Like your will, your will has in it like painstaking and back breaking labor, <laughs> right? Yeah. To construct, you know, like a ceremony and to yeah. get, construct just a, a setting for said ceremony so that um, not only will you be immolated. Yes. Right. And, of course. And, and cast back to elemental status. Yeah. Um, but so will all your worldly possessions, which you took the time to hand out to all of your friends and loved ones, and now they have to give back and feed to your fire. Yeah, they are promptly asked to place it uh, place it on the funeral pyre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they think they're making out like bandits, but... No, nope, nope. not at all. You just get to hold it for just a second. Right. And you got to do it because it's in the will. Exactly. <laughs> You're legally obligated. That's right. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's roll the dice. All right. Five. Okay, five is uh, five is the stuff that Micah sent our way. Uh, so this is the uh, bombardment material. I believe this is a twelve inch. Yeah, eight's on twelve inch. Uh, Le future est uh, la le le. I don't fucking know. Like I said, don't speak French. Have not ever endeavored to learn. Wasn't the language I took in high school. I took Latin because I am a fucking moron. Could could have acquired a practical skill. Uh, become at least marginally bilingual. Instead, I chose to learn a dead language that has not stuck with me nor served me in any respect. Well, it actually is pretty handy if you're going to go into uh, science, if you're going to go sure. into biology in particular. But guess what? I didn't go into anything. No, you didn't. I didn't do fuck all, no. in fact. Not, not a lot of Latin roots in the t-shirt industry. No, there's not, is there? <laughs> Um, that reminds me before we jump into this, just because I thought you would get a kick out of this, but I, uh, I was in a small town yesterday, uh, doing, doing my job and, uh, there's like a church, church run, little tiny, uh, spot that I frequent that there's literally, I've never seen another human in there. It's just me and my girl, never seen anyone else browsing in there. And I think predominantly they do like food giveaway and stuff and they just operate thrift stores like a side thing. And I often find really good stuff in there. Uh, so I picked up a bunch of stuff, old military surplus, cool shit, feeling good, right? And as I'm on the way out, on the way up to the front counter, I see on the front counter, there's like 60 or 70 t-shirts all folded neatly and stacked up. And I'm like, oh, it must be a new donation. Oh, wow, there's some really cool like uh, 90s like Bulls, like Chicago Bulls t-shirts sitting on top. So I look at them and the sleeves are cut off and like the necks are cut. And which sometimes happens, people cut up their old shirts, it's whatever. Sure. But as I'm looking through, I'm like, oh, fuck. They're all they're all cut up like this. Oh my god, is this like 70, 80 shirts? They're all just sliced up. What the fuck? So this old woman who had been like I've never seen her working in there before and she's talking loudly on speakerphone the whole time and talking about how she doesn't want those people snooping through her house. I mean, she seems like an awful human. Sure. <laughs> so she like I go, hey, did these get donated like this? Just out of curiosity. I shouldn't ask the fucking question. So these did, did, did these all come in like this, all cut up? And she goes, no. And I said, are you cutting these up? And she said, yeah, and I'm going to cut them up some more too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I literally said, oh, no. <laughs> I said, why are you doing that? Zaven said she's never seen me like this crestfallen before. I was like, why are you cutting these up? And she's like, well, we only like to sell garments of a high quality. <laughs> and I said, what's wrong with them? They look fine. And she's like, well, if there's a... What time was it? A Wabash. You know what's wrong with them. Uh, it, what, what's wrong with them? I don't you know. You know what's wrong with them. 
<laughs> they're infused with the scent of meth. Basketball jerseys and Wabash. Yeah. Bull jerseys and Wabash. Oh, that's what's wrong with them. You know wrong with <laughs> she said if they yeah, for sure they they don't they don't they're belong not, to the not, right type. They're not high quality. <laughs> they're not representing the values of the town. Yes. Uh yeah, she said if there's even a small hole or a little stain on them or anything, she just cuts them up and sells them for rags. And I was like, she was like, "Well, you got holes and you're a stain. I'm gonna cut the <laughs> shit out of you." I was like, I was like, "Well, I'd buy these from you, you know, like if you get stuff like that in, if you set it aside, I'd be happy to buy it from you, I'd go through it and if I don't buy any of it, throw it away, turn it into rags. I don't care." And she was like, "Well, we just we can't just sit it, have it sitting around just in case someone wants to buy it. <laughs> I was like, that's what you do. That's the premise it's of your the entire, entire right. <laughs> I was so bummed, man. You should have like, what about all that? <laughs> yeah. And just gestured to the store. Yeah, for sure. I was so bummed out, man. So I was just like, obviously, it's one of those things where now you, your brain, your brain is just playing tricks on you because I have no evidence of this, but I'm just thinking like. God, what has come through there that she's just sliced yep. and diced, you yep. know? But so I, I fucking hate rubes, man. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate rubes. Let me just reiterate one more time. I hate poor, stupid people. Yeah. I hate rubes. Yeah, man. Come, like I said, coming, coming from the world of poor, stupid people, I have a very special hatred in them, uh, in my heart for them. I sympathize with them. I, I even empathize with them. For sure. I fucking been there. Yeah. But I, boy, do I hate him. No, no doubt. I mean, my <laughs> listen. Like I said, that is the fucking stock I come from, and uh, it yes, it imbues me with a dual empathy and hatred that is hard to hard to characterize or articulate. All right, so let's listen to the first song on this. He says it uh, rips. Um, I'm sure it's not pronounced Imendice. <laughs> yeah, probably sure. It is. But that's sure how it's spelled, and that's what I'm gonna say. So right. we're gonna listen to Imendice by Bombardment off of their uh, off of their record, off their LP. Okay.
All right, we just heard the first song off of the new LP by the band Bombardment from Bordeaux, France. Right. That, that ripped. So, you know, we talk about Micah. He's got a, he's definitely got um, an ear mm -hmm. for high energy stuff of this sort. For sure. Yes. So, yeah, this is good. Um, Kevin101 says, Good Punk from France. No yes, doubt. It is. That is Good Punk from France. Yes, it is. That for was sure. fun, right? Yes. I think uh, it's Imondis. I'm sure it is an Imondis, yes. Right, not Imondice. Yeah, probably. And uh, Imondice. At, at least that's that's what the singer says. Yeah, for sure. And I think that means filth. Okay, there you go. So I, I will note, too, that in the tags, you know, it's got your normal tags you would expect, punk, punk crusty, beat, hardcore, hardcore punk. It also has riffs. Um, so, A, props to the band for... Um, self-advocacy here believing in yourselves believing in your riffs enough so that you put it in your tags down below but one thing that we've discussed with this particular style of music a few times before is that uh the quality of the riff is uh is paramount because you are relying upon uh or you you are playing within a format that relies upon a really good riff that you're probably going to fall back on for the vast majority of the song right. playing the exact same beat and every yeah and every riff has to be distinct between songs that's yes. the only like you know that's that's yeah that's the only thing you're going on. you can give me a one riff song in this format it's just got to be a really good fucking riff and that was fundamentally what we got here i heard an example of of this particular of, of like d beat inspired maybe kind of uk 82 stuff the other day um that fell within the exact same sort of creative boundaries and the the basic riffs the the basic riff the, the sort of like fundamental building block of the song was so 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 bad that it immediately illuminated like the 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 chinks in the armor of this which is that if you don't have that one great riff, you got you got Every, nothing. Everything falls apart. That's it. You have <laughs> to have the one great riff, or you have fucking nothing. Uh, so yeah, this this was good. If uh, you like this style of music, there's nothing to not like about what you just heard. Yeah, it's gonna be coming out on black vinyl okay. um, by Destruction and Symphony Destruction. Symphony Destruction is a cross D beat label out of France. Yep, they actually put out the first Ricky EP. Oh no shit! Yeah, that's sick. Um, no limited edition, no bullshit. Okay, I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, Here's what I want. Here's what I wish. Uh -huh. I wish that you couldn't preferentially order a specific edition. Instead, you get what you get. It's a fucking lottery. Okay. But th that does go a little bit against what you said in the past, which is that you don't want to get the plea black vinyl. I you know, want to get the good I know, stuff. but just think how much better it feels, right? You yeah. just order. You throw your name in, the, your hat in the ring. Right. There's 500 of these suckers, right? Sure. 50 of them are in fucking candy cane black, I mean, white and red. Okay. Right? 100 of them are on silver. Right. right? And uh, 350 of them are on black. Right. Right? Okay. You order. Sure. You get the candy cane. I mean, typically, like, the variants don't cost more. Right? I know. Anyway, but just, so. But just, well, that's what I'm saying yeah, is, like, it. Yeah. that's that's Make a, it a, a point in your column. Yeah, Make sure. it a game. Yeah, that, I think some people would probably not be happy about that. Yeah. Speaking of which, I wanted to bring this up on the last episode. Um, who cares what fucking if people are happy? <laughs> indeed. Indeed, who does care if people right. are happy? Who cares a shit? This is what you fucking get. Yeah, for sure. So, do you. I want you to just take because we've harped on this point a few times on the show about just like bands can't get LPs or, or records of any sort pressed really right now because major labels are doing deluxe represses of fucking 50 cent 
rec- bin records and right. you know all this and shit. And fifty cent records. Yeah, and fifty cent records. That's fine. I, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take. I'll take. Get rich or die trying. Um, but yo, I want you to just guess how many different variants of the new Red Hot Chili Peppers LP there are. I want you to take a fucking wild guess. Ten. More. There are 17 different variants, and none of them are even, like, marbled, splattered. Right. It's just 17 different colors. Right. I'd That's like, it. I'd like, to, I'd like to make a necklace out of them, yeah. put them around the band's necks, and set them on fire <laughs> like tires. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to fucking, I'd like to link them together like fucking Marley from A Christmas Carol and have them drag them yeah. around. You know? I'd like to, like, immobilize the band with ketamine. <laughs> Wrap them in the vinyl and then heat seal it around them, entomb them, and, and you know, cocoon them yeah. in, in this vinyl so I never have to hear them again. Yeah, for sure, man. It's and um, and um, yeah, it's one of the more offensive things I've seen in a while. I saw like the ad map for it, and it was like Red Hot Chili Peppers new record special editions, and it's 17 like, different fucking what, colors. Again, I said before, what's the fucking point? We yeah. talked about it with you know, Meadow is you know, Seasons of Mist, is, and, and like and 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 uh, 20 Bucks Spin are really. Really yeah. fucking egregious about it, right? Yes. Um, at some point, what's the fucking point? For sure. What's the fucking point, right? Yeah. And uh, it, it loses its uh, it, it loses its its intrigue and its specialness. Indeed. You know who does it right? Mm. Nuclear war now. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I because agree. Uh, they usually just have like maybe one variant. Yep. And it's like first one hundred orders get the colored variant. Yep. That's that. That's the way to do it, man. Keep it simple. And if you're going to do a repress, sure, put it on a different color. Why not? Have some fun with it. Right. But, like, other than that, yes. Yeah. Keep it fucking simple. Another thing about this band, um, when we talk about the total package, yeah. I guess uh, that's been a theme, right? Sure. All the way from Power Flower to now. Yes. Uh, they've got a very good look. Um, like, the gold and black and white uh-huh. yes. is consistent across all the releases. Their For logo sure. looks good. They got the... That uh, three little bombs falling in a circle. Yeah, for sure. It's They've slick. got a, a well thought out look, right? I agree. Uh, Bulls shit. Take note. <laughs> Indeed. Um, all right, let's uh, let's let's keep it moving. We're doing we're doing a lot of fucking pontification and shit this episode. Yeah, we know, are. Which is fine. Sometimes you get a sometimes you get a dialogue happy heavy app. Two. I'm rolling low tonight too. All right. Two is uh, is smash your enemies. Hate to say, you can find this at upstaterecords.bandcamp.com. If I'm not incorrect, I think upstate maybe it's not. I don't want to put this on them if it's not if it's not them. But I think Upstate Records is maybe one of the is maybe the label who is doing like uh, collaborations with like classic New York hardcore bands to make their own uh, hardcore band branded whiskey. I think that was I think that was upstate. What a stupid thing! Yeah. And, and look, if it's not upstate, if it's not on you guys, you, you know what I mean. Uh, my my bad. I'm just saying. I think it might be them. Yeah. I I could probably look in the merch section and and find out. Uh, Cause for alarm. Yeah. No. So there is cause for alarm whiskey. There are three coming out. One's already out. Uh, I think a Madball one already came out. But I think there's like an Agnostic Front one, maybe like a Murphy's Law one, and something else. And it's just like, dude, this fucking sucks. It's really dumb. Like, even if I loved whiskey, I would think that that fucking sucked. Yeah. Um. It really. It I mean, doesn't bum me out because like that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. But also just like man, what a fucking clown world. Wow. And and uh, at least when I Google it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, ninety nine dollars. Who's do? Did you? Can you see who's doing it? Mashandgrape.com. 
Okay, I still don't know. I I know it was like initially like a collaboration with a record label, and I and it's it's like Jack Daniel's whiskey, I, which I don't know. You I have I, no idea. We don't know. No, I no fucking right? clue. But like, <clears throat> doesn't seem like it's very special. Right. Why would you pay ninety nine dollars for that? Because it's in a box with, you know, the Jack Daniel's logo and then Madball playing in the background. Yeah, and at least in the bottle here. There's not even any indication that it's Madball. Yeah, that sucks, man. (laughs) (laughs) What a stupid thing, right? Everybody involved in this? Yeah. That's the fact that you thought this was a good idea? Yes. That's the cosmic signal telling you to let go. Absolutely, dude. Yes. Right? I know know you probably got a firearm somewhere around the house. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is it. Yep. It's it's time. Man. This is this is it. This is like do you, do you want to do you want to live the rest of your life? Because you know it's downhill from here on out. Right. Do you want to live the rest of your life? Right. Yes. Forever, either trying to live it down or outdo Madball whiskey. Right. You know it's a decline. It's only going to get worse <laughs> from now. Yeah. Right. It's like sure. dementia. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Do you want to wait until you forget to kill yourself before you kill yourself if you've got dementia? Right. No. I don't. I don't. I certainly don't know. Right. Yeah. No. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> this might be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. This is, uh, there's, this is, uh, uh, this is like, uh, I don't know, man. This is a sign of the end of time. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, this is this is full on fucking clown I think, I think world I'm, shit. I think I'm done with punk rock. <laughs> well, well, so are the people who did that. Clearly, right? That that's what happens when you fucking believe your own myth too much. Too when you're like. Yeah, man, we're the fellas. We're the, yeah. we're the fellas. We're like the good old boys, you know? We're keeping it real. We're keeping it in the streets with this <laughs> limited edition Jack Daniels single malt whiskey. Yeah, man. It's right? like, yeah, dude. Jack Daniels, America's oldest, longest running whiskey distillery, represents yeah. everything the streets stand for. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you wear your fedora too tight for too long. Um, okay, so let's jump into this. Smash Your Enemies, just as a little a little heads up, like I said, they've been playing in the greater Detroit area for a long time. My first memory of this band is seeing their video that came out like 12 plus years ago now at this point. And um, it was like a bunch of really shitty looking dudes in windbreakers with flat bill hats and like chin strap beards walking through an alley, like pantomiming, uh, like mosh moves and like singing along to their own song. Was there a big fat guy with red hair in the video? I I can't remember. I know that there was um, there. It was like in, spliced in with footage of them playing live and like there's no one in the room so like it's a huge room so everyone's just on the outskirts and there's probably 20 people that's there that's cuz you don't want to get fucked and, up in the well pit. and 10 of them are just like crowd killing like the other 10 people that are on the the outskirts of the room and I'm like this is, is the most is it crowd killing is at, at that time it's just killing it's, it's just <laughs> bullying yeah, it's, right? it is literally just bullying uh yeah it's like the most pathetic thing i've ever seen and that immediately sort of set the stage for my relationship to this band and i recently just i don't know if it was for i mean it was for a song off of this i'm not sure if it was the title track or what but i was like oh man this band is still this still exists this is insane and i watched the video uh like their newest video and it was um it was it was deeply embarrassing i i remember watching a video from a detroit band years ago like 10 years ago yeah that had a like your typical 
you know, walking through the streets mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, it's probably this dude. I don't know. But uh, as in, in my mind's, I am seeing a big fat guy with red hair. There was definitely a, plenty of big fat guys in it. Yeah. Maybe a big fat guy with red hair. Yeah, it's possible. It's been a grip since I've, since I've watched the video, uh, but now they're all in their thirties and they got kids and muscles say, and face tattoos big, and stuff. Big fat guys have a very narrow window yeah. where they, um, are intimidating for sure. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because, um, it's all. It's only when you're young and spry enough to actually carry that fat around. Yeah. Right. At least for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then you're just fat. No doubt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, regrettably, we're going to hear the song "Genocide" off of uh, the record of the same name by the band Smash Your Enemies.
God. <laughs> so we just heard genocide by smash your enemies. Bold, bold of them to put the word punk in the tags down below, huh? It is pretty bold of them to put the word punk in the tags. Listen, we got to tread lightly. Otherwise, we might get smashed. Yeah, I, we're we're quickly be going to become the enemies. Right, we're going to get smashed. Yeah, um, this was incredibly stupid and horrible. I, I hated this. I hate, I hated, 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 hated this. Yeah, this is like this is this is the bottom of the barrel for this style of music. This to is me. this is yes, this is um so unappealing, mm -hmm. unfunny. Yeah, well, yes. it's it's unintentionally funny for sure. Yeah, but not but I don't even really. I don't even, this doesn't even get a smirk out of me yeah, at this And this point, is really. like, and, and it's like, uh, it's, um, not that it isn't fun, mm -hmm. it is unfun. Yes, no, for sure, this is antithetical to fun. <laughs> right, you know what else is antithetical? Listen to this, last two lines of the song, mm -hmm. only the good die young, tell them I'm on my way. Yeah. Nope, you sound like such a bad fucking boy. <laughs> yeah, for right? sure, yeah. Why would you die young, right? Indeed. The last sentence contradicts the thesis of the first sentence. Right, yeah. Right. By your reckoning, and I'm sure by your own self-assessment, yeah. you would live forever. Yeah, for sure, because you're a fucking bad motherfucker. Right. Um, yeah, man. Also, the, 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 the sort of recurring music or, like, lyrical theme in, in so many bands uh, about, like, you know, I can't escape this hell I'm living in and shit. You can so easily. Right. It's we've said it before. Reach, reach for the nightstand. Right. <laughs> you can escape well, right that's, now. That's one way, <laughs> right? Right? Yes. right. That's one way. Sure. Yeah. Right. If you're living in a hell of your own design because yeah. of what you're doing, uh -huh. stop doing stop it. Stop doing it. <laughs> no doubt, dude. Right. Right. Here's the here's the other thing too, which and this is kind of I've never really thought about it in this in this way previously, but like. Sometimes people will push back when I like really diss this kind of stuff because it's like, oh, you know, these people are coming from uh, from like uh, hard areas and it's hard Who to get out of shit? that shit. Listen, I'm sympathetic to that. I 100% understand like multi-generational cycles of, of violence and crime and all this type of shit are very hard to escape, especially when you have uh, external economic factors keeping you in that position and incentivizing crime over other things. That said, okay, that fucking said... If you have the time, energy, resources, personal wherewithal to order straight edge windbreakers and style <laughs> your flat brim hat and get together in a room with five people on a weekly basis and record a fucking album about how shitty your life of crime is right. and your hard, sick life on the streets is, you've already superseded it because real motherfuckers who are in the struggle are not getting together to be in their shitty straight edge death core band. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And You're past the struggle. And it seems like uh, you got plenty of fucking resources to just leave. For sure, dude. <laughs> Move somewhere else. Kill yourself. Take your lifted <laughs> truck down to Florida. Whatever it is whatever the it fuck is you, you want to do, do, right? Whatever it is you want to do. But right? you can get out of this hell that you're living in right. for sure. There are there are positive paths forward. There are there are more negative paths forward. But either way, there are exits all over, yeah. and there've been there, big yeah. glowing signs above them. Yeah. Um, the yeah. the answer is definitely not playing a really really shitty breakdown. Uh, at me in my presence. I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I love, I don't fully, I mean, I do kind of understand the, um, the impetus for young men to like stuff like this. Kind of, but this for, is a bridge for, too for far. For young boys and men to like stuff like this. Yeah. Um, because I was one. Sure. Yeah. Right? 
But at the same time, like, I just love the fact that there's this entire cadre of 18 to 25-year-old mm-hmm. white males yeah. that do nothing but cry grievance at shows <laughs> For sure. while listening to music like that. I know, dude. I know. It's it's just insane. Like, like with with those lyrics, right? Yeah. If Suzanne Vega wrote those lyrics, <laughs> yeah, right, right, you'd be like, Jesus, what the hell is wrong with her? She must be having a really hard time. <laughs> yeah, right? for sure. Gosh, look. She, she's uh she's no escape from her reality. You all burn with me, man. I would, I would love for right? Suzanne right? Vega to write some lyrics like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like if you heard, if you heard like I don't know, uh uh you know I don't know, um, uh, four non blondes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Write some lyrics like this. Yeah. You'd be like goddamn. I would think they were really going through something real. Right. But here, you know, it's totally fake. I'm like, my fucking bitch wife ain't letting me see my scunt, my son, my fucking bitch wife, and yeah. my fucking boss is up my ass again. I've been putting in OT, and right. they won't even, they're not even paying me time and a half like they said they would. Right, right. They got like a fucking hundred word vocabulary, and bitch wife and fucking is like 50 of those words. Yeah, these are, these are the, yeah, yeah, man, this is just... And also, like I said, musically, this has gotten worse than they were 12 years ago. Because at that point, they were just, like, doing really bad, like, straight-edge metallic hardcore that was obviously pulling from Hatebreed, which is who they're named after. But this had, like, a full-on, like, bad, like, uh, late 2000s deathcore breakdown at the dude, end. the bass drops. Oh, my God, dude. Everything about this. I mean, this is, this to me... If you have the wherewithal to put 808 bass drops in your shitty fucking metalcore, metal yeah. you have the wherewithal to get Get the fuck out. Yeah, you can better your circumstances. You can make a better life for if yourself. You, if, if, you can, if you can fucking cue the bass drop, you can build yourself a better life. That's right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, all right, let's let's keep it let's keep it pushing. I'm 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 eager have, to, to drive in the other boy, direction. Well, we haven't sunk our teeth into someone <laughs> like that for a minute. No, man. But the fact that these that these folks are in their 30s and still doing this 12 years later is like profoundly embarrassing. All right. Uh, what, what what number are we on? Uh, we got six left. All right. Jesus, we only done four. Five. All right. Five is uh, Steroid. You can find this at steroidband.bandcamp.com. The release is Smoke Show. Smoke is an acronym. I don't know what it stands for, but I'm sure it's something very, very fucking cool. Um, let's, uh, let's just jump in. They got the first song queued up to play. We're going to hear Rockin' Warrior by Steroid off of Smoke Show.
All right, we just heard the song Rockin' Warrior by Steroid off of Smoke Show. Uh, this is a, I believe, solo project based out of uh, Tasmania. How'd you feel about that? So um, I, I'm almost certain I've heard this band before because I've seen that logo. I, I wonder if they have something earlier than this. Yeah, possibly. I don't remember what they sounded like, but I like this a lot. I want to point out um, in the description, like underneath the picture on the right, it says new wave, new wave of British eggy metal. Yeah. This was the fucking, this was the eggy version of like a Saxon song. Yeah, 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 for sure. To a T. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And like Homeboy is, uh, he's got like chain mail and fingerless studded leather gloves on and shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like this a lot because it's it was so fucking dumb. The yeah. lyrics are so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, the lyrics fucking rule. Um, shooting missiles in the sand. He's a badass mother in a rocking band. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rocking over Vietnam, shredding in Afghanistan, blow the walls of Buckingham, raising hell for Uncle Sam. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it kicks ass, man. This is, uh, this is like, I, I like that the logo is very much pulling from like that era of heavy metal too. And I think that uh, actually like the, the collision of these two things, like the egg punk thing and that era of, of heavy metal it makes a ton of sense. It kind of, um, it's strange to me that it's taken this long for somebody to figure it out. But like, yeah, that it actually hasn't occurred to me previously either. But now that I see these, these, uh, these dueling elements wielded together, dual wielded together. Um, yeah, it makes a lot of sense for these things to, to right. exist in and the same space. We start off, you know, we, we, we start the show distinctly talking about like punk in this sort of vein with yeah. GT and flower power. Sure. Here's something doing something. You know, here's here's someone doing something that is uh, kind of a new synthesis. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yep. Yeah, I thought this was really good stuff, and the fact that it's that it's out of like Australia is is not surprising at all. They are the uh, undisputed kings of this type of shit. Yeah, it says that this just came out. But mm. I swear to God, I've heard this band before. Dude, maybe you had a maybe you had a vision. I don't know. Maybe you predicted this. Maybe in I a d- dream. Maybe uh, I actually traveled to the future to try to warn myself of something that I forgot. <laughs> It's possible for sure. Yo, well, why would I travel to the future to warn myself of something? I now that wait, you remember that thing you did ten years ago? <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> um, yo, so can you imagine, like, if if for any reason any of the members of Smash Your Enemies are listening to this show right now, <laughs> and, we hate, and then we hate we what they did them. and love this? Can you <laughs> right. imagine just the slurs that are right. just pouring out of their right. mouths right, right now? Like, oh, of course these fucking motherfuckers well, are like this bullshit. That's right. Well, you know, it's uh, why even waste your time coming down here to smash. Uh, us F's down here in the basement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't mess with us little F's. We're not worth your time. <laughs> We're just a couple of silly boys having a laugh. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I, li- <laughs> I, like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've only gotten through bands, uh, five bands tonight, but our buddy's coming to pick us up in then 25 short men- minutes, and we got a couple messages to listen to. So let's listen to those, and then we'll, then we'll sign out. All right, let's get out of here. Yo, Gray. I just listened to the uh, the newest episode, right? And you were complaining about how like you're looking for local bands and all the bands don't have like a demo out or any music out. And I hate to break it to you, dude, but I think that's like a fucking trend to stay because like even just thinking about the little local scene where I'm at right now, there's like a solid like four or five bands that whenever they get like put on a show. People are like, oh, shit, that's going to be a sick fucking show. But they don't have any fucking music out, you know? And I agree that it's stupid. You can put a fucking cell phone in the fucking floor and, like, record your shit. But, you know, 
I think playing shows without music is a uh, hot trend right now, just from what I've seen. So that's all I got to say, man. You know, it was also a hot trend mm. in uh, the 1900s. <laughs> that was a very hot trend right? in the 1900s. Let's go catch a show. Who knows what we're going to get. <laughs> then there's something to be said for that, yeah. for sure. But now with uh, with the, um, there's no lack of things to do on any given night. So I got to be able to sell you to the people I'm trying to get to put money in my hand. You know what I mean? Right. So please, my, my plea remains, please, please, please record a fucking demo. I still haven't found a band to fill that slot either. It doesn't even have to be a, a, like, like a full demo. Give me two songs. Just to anything. On just something. Anywhere. Right? <laughs> anywhere on, on your Instagram. Sure. Anywhere. Some, just a, a hint. A hint of what you're trying to do. Give me a phone number I can call and yeah. you can sing it to me. For sure. Yo, so this is this is not the same, but it's kind of on a related tip just because like I, so I, ma- I made an Instagram page for the bug house, which I should have done <laughs> three fucking years ago, but I didn't, whatever. And um, since I made the page, I already get like a lot of booking requests and I have to say no. I would say I have to say no to basically 80 or 90% of, of, of the booking requests I get because uh, on one hand, like I just don't have the time and energy, nor do I want to put out the residents of the, of the house that much. Uh, to where I can book more than two, maybe three shows a month. That's just where I'm at individually as a person. I don't want to do more than that. And also I try to book stuff that even if I don't necessarily like it, I think that it's good. It's of a good quality for what it what it is. And I am confident that young kids who are coming to the shows will have a good time with it because that's my main mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have gotten, or I have gotten a bunch of booking requests from younger skewing bands um, in the region, like not really hardcore bands, like there's not a lot of those, but just general like high school bands that are unbelievably bad. And in a previous time, I might have been like, yeah, sure, I'll book you a show or whatever. But the bar has been raised for like high school aged people because there is a really good high school age band in the area, like Moloch, who yeah. is they're playing that last uh, Gulch's last Philadelphia show, which is sick, super good look for them. Uh, and they always rip live and the recordings sound good and shit. So now I'm in a position where <laughs> I can't book these like I can't book these really, really shitty high school bands because all the kids that follow Moloch to every show are also high school kids. And now they're like, well, those guys are 17 and they're in a really good band. So I can no longer be put on the shitty high school band. So I'm sorry if you've hit me <laughs> hit me up for shows and I've said no, but just is what it is now. I guess sometimes a rising tide raises all ships, but sometimes sometimes people get they uh, they get sunk on the coral reef. Imagine if you went to high school with Emperor. I know, right? Exactly. Then you got no. That's the thing is like if you just have one good, like if you're if your scene is small enough and there's just one really good high school age band, that's it. Everybody just has to rise to the occasion at that point. There's you know no more tolerating it's, bullshit. It's good though. Yeah, it, it is. For, it is it's, good. It's uh, it's the anvil upon which they're forged. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, I agree. So uh, you know, whatever. Um, all right, let's listen to the next message. Yo, it's TJ. What's up? Uh, so I'm out driving earlier, and I drove by a guy who was uh, he was wearing baggy blue jeans, bright blue like track shoes, and uh, you know a Reebok hoodie, uh, and he was just out for like a a normal casual jog with a long sword and a shield, and I was I was like stoked on that. I was like, this dude's ready for the long war, you know, the great war coming for us. 
so he was out training. Um, the other thing that I wanted to call about the, uh, you know, who's always looking for gigs uh, in the with 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 the, uh, the the garage, the alt, and the indie style acts. They never say no. Is uh, underground white rappers. Um, if, if Fort Wayne is anything like the Manchester, New Hampshire scene, uh, you know, Aviator played a lot of shows with, with some underground white rappers. Um, and we also played a, a – yeah, those dudes never say no. Uh, we also played a show with Scare Don't Fear, who are, who are half white and also half rap uh, metalcore. Uh, anyway, hopefully that uh, helps you out there, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you later. Peace out. Well, the guy with the sword and shield sounds like a fucking mensch, an absolute king. You were in the presence of royalty there. I, I, I hope that you uh, bend, bent the knee. Uh, I don't. I am happy to say, maybe even a point of pride, that I don't know if there are any underground white rappers in Fort Wayne. Period. That's right. how. That's how out of the loop I am. You think so? We saw. Oh well, we, we saw two well, of them. They, they were like fifty years old. Well, I know one. And they uh, played with Cool Keith. I, I well, oh those guys. And yeah, they yeah, sounded yeah, just yeah. like Yin Yang Twins. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that shit fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah, but it was a lot of fun. It they, was they a went ton of all fun. in on it. Yes, man. They they sure did. Yeah, it was that was actually pretty sick. Um, and yeah, those people do never say no to shows. But um, I don't think I want to subject a, a room full of high school kids to that type of fuckery either. But uh, but a good thought for sure. Um, so we've got, uh, we got two text messages. One is keg stands pub is the most important band since invigorator, not enough conversation of these acts floating around the current climate. You know what? Uh, a bold claim, but I think one that is, uh, it's supportable. You could create, you could craft a compelling argument for that position for sure. Um, we were just listening to some, some keg stands pub right before we started, uh, recording the episode and it is. I mean, it's incredible. It's really, really good stuff. If you haven't dug into any of the like the solo stuff, the pre-band shit, yeah, the, the early stuff. Yeah, he's like doing uh, sonically. It's a lot more varied. He's not just doing punk shit. Like it, there's some stuff in there that had my jaw like genuinely on the floor. I again, we talked about it on the last episode. We may not enjoy it for the reason that it is intended to be enjoyed, but I do genuinely enjoy it. I was having such a fucking good time listening to the, listening to that stuff earlier. So, next up, we've got. Uh, hey, this is Mill, fan of the show. Heard you guys like poop stories, so here's one for you. I, that's maybe been misconstrued. I wouldn't say that I like poop stories, but there has <laughs> this has become sort <laughs> yeah, of a, a self-perpetuating. Yeah, it's, not really, it's not really our thing. Yeah. We just have a few. Yeah, for sure. Um, my sophomore year of college, my buddies and I came back from a show, and I was missing my wallet the next morning. Thinking my friends were fucking with me and hit it somewhere, I began looking around the common areas at the crack of dawn. While looking, I saw a girl squatting in the communal laundry room over the dryer. I didn't think anything of it until I walked into there looking for my wallet when I smelled something foul. I opened up the dryer, and there is a fresh turd sitting inside. They had to lock down the laundry room as a biohazard for several weeks. Oh, God. That's, that is indeed incredibly fucking foul. Um, I will say though, I think that locking down the laundry room for several weeks after a single turd is maybe like a, I think it's overkill on the part of the administration. We don't know how big the turd was. Yeah, that's or true. What, what was its, what was its consistency? Yeah, what was its did composition? She, did yeah. she, did it sluice through the holes in the dryer? Right. Well, yeah, that's, well, that's a good point. 
right? That is a good point. At that point, that, just get a new you dryer. you got to get a new dryer. <laughs> I mean, right. I think you got to get a new dryer no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, right. if you're in a position where that's like a common like yeah. public dryer and you're you're part of the administration who's responsible for these things, you just get a new dryer for sure. Yeah. Just to cover all your bases. Because you don't know what sort of pathogens are contained right. in that shit. You know and and I mean? the girl, you fire her ass into the fucking river. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Right? Yes, absolutely. Take her to the nearest bridge and fire her ass into the river. You know, speaking of bridges, uh, our buddy Brandon, whose house we're going to after this, he met up with uh, with a couple of us last night to play some pinball, and uh, he said that he and his wife went to dinner at some, like, gastropub thing, right? That, that's right by a bridge to, over on Broadway. And uh, he stepped out with some friends for a moment, and there was a, a woman who was actively trying to throw herself off of a bridge. Hmm. And he thought that it was incumbent upon him to uh, try to intervene. Really? But, yes, but with Brandon's, like, demeanor... Uh, at least as he reported it, it was more like, okay, what are, you, what are we doing here? You really going to do this? You Are you being serious right now, or are you just fucking around? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I'm going to kill myself. And he was like, yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Why would you do that? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think Brandon at least uh, gave it his all in trying to save a life last night. So see, you, see, you see a woman about to jump off a bridge. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Hit the brakes hard. Yeah. Get out. Run at her real fast. No! <laughs> and like run. <laughs> yeah, that could go one of two ways, right. huh? Yeah. yeah, that could either push her right over the <laughs> right over the, yeah. the precipice, or convince her to stick around and run very quickly in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's got to be like a strong impulse, like if you see it coming, like, and you turn and just go the other way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to deal with it, but you gotta have to deal with it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I yeah, yeah. You kind of do. I guess, man. You, I, I'm sure. I think that there's a. You can make a strong argu- argument that it's morally imperative for you to like. Either there is a moral imperative for you to intervene. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I would rise to the occasion. <laughs> Just depends on the scenario, I guess. Like, if you come across a car wreck. Sure. Right. Yeah. And there's clearly someone inside, right? Right. In flames. Right. Yeah. People are badly injured. Of course. Somebody gets out burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They decide to jump off the bridge. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Well, see that but that's my thing is like it's, you don't know you don't know the proverbial fire that's that's currently <laughs> yeah, that's but it's, not is, actual fire. it's not actual fire, no doubt. But what I'm saying is like I'm a pretty strong proponent of like the right to right to suicide, whatever, the right to bodily autonomy on all fronts. Yeah. And like many times suicide is a result of like uh active mental illness, unchecked mental illness, in which case try to intervene, get the person help. Sometimes somebody's just had enough. They're yeah. done. They've decided to draw the line at that particular point in their life and they're ready to hop off the ride. I feel like I feel like the bridge jumping yeah. is a sign that it's not a well thought out plan. That's probably actually a good point. True. For the moment. Because right? if I ever got if I ever got to the end, I wouldn't go to a public place and jump. I'd just quietly check out. Yeah. For sure. Right. Find find a surefire method. You'd hear about it a week week or right. two later. They wouldn't right. even know, you know? Right. For sure. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I guess the bridge the, the is pub, probably the, a the, sign. the bridge jumping is a sign, right? Yeah, you're, you got to do something. There's, there's, it may be, it's still in the last, it may be the last moments of, but it is still in the cry for help stage right. of the act. Right. For sure. You see somebody going out with like a suitcase. Yeah. A gun. Right. Right. Yes. A backpack so they can get out way in the woods. Sure. Like, hey, what are you doing? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to go f- kill myself. <laughs> Right. Looks like you really thought this through. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Looks yeah. like you're pretty sure. Yeah, I can't talk you out of it. 
Yeah. No. No, I've been thinking about it for a couple of years now. All right. Okay. Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. That that's that's a good point. I guess if you spot somebody on a bridge, probably like, stop. Yeah. Right. Chat them up. Right. See if you can't help. Fair enough. You, you have to. Yeah, you got to. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you. Otherwise. Yeah. You you might as well join Smash your enemies. <laughs> Right. Yes, yeah, for sure. Right. A damning indictment of somebody who doesn't help help somebody right. on the bridge. You might as well, because you're a bad man. You are a bad man at that point, no doubt. All right. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to text or or uh, call in with your own shit story, um, it's two six zero two 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 eight three four one. Just keep it brief, minute and a half or less. Uh, like I said, you can also text us, and we'll read it on air if that's what you prefer to do. If you want to submit music, it's demo listen podcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. And then, if you want to become a Patreon subscriber, it's patreon.com slash demo listen podcast. Again, I meant to I meant to shout people out on the Patreon, and I forgot to do it again. But next week is going to be the week. This is kind of a low key uh-huh. suicide heavy episode. Is it? Well, we yeah, there were two there were two instances in which we suggested somebody might uh, be better off reaching for the gun. I then suggested I might be better off reaching for the gun because yeah. I don't want to forget to kill myself if I got dementia. Right. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. We suggested anybody involved with Madball Whiskey. Yep. So <laughs> this is a pretty. This is a bummer, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm feeling fine. <laughs> we're a, we're a real downer. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. If you want to become a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Demo Listen Podcast. I'll shout the the, the Patreon, the Patreon, the new Patreon subscribers out at the top of the next episode. I promise I won't forget. That is an empty promise, just as a heads up. But I'll I, hold. I'll hold it. Okay, it. thanks. Um, and uh, we got a Patreon episode going up. If if you're hearing this, you you will also be able to hear the Patreon episode, and then we're going to record another one this coming week and the following week. So uh, don't feel bad about giving us money. Uh, we'll see you on the next one.